He is the ACT Party leader. He's a busy man. He's been in and out of Tauranga like there's no tomorrow in the lead-up to the by-election. Strangely, David Seymour, Jacinda never bothered turning up at all. She'd flown the white flag well before by-election day. Well, her big problem is that she gets fettered in Cambridge, Massachusetts, but no-one wants to know her on Cameron Road, Tauranga. You know, that speech that she gave at Harvard, the real problem with it is that she couldn't give that speech uh, in New Zealand because she'd be laughed off the map. And I just think it's extraordinary that she spent more time in foreign countries than she did in a by-election being being tested by the New Zealand people. Mind you, to be fair to her, and we're going to talk to Simon Limmer about this from Silverfern Farms, who was over there with her, maybe she's doing more good for us out of the country. Well, I think that's actually true. Uh, the idea that you know you have a prime minister who's got some star power who can draw attention to New Zealand is worthwhile, uh, and I've never you know had any beef with her about that. Uh, she can get on the U.S. talk shows and draw attention to our country. Uh, my point is that you know that's all very well, uh, but we can spend money promoting New Zealand in lots of ways. Uh, there's only one prime minister, and ultimately. New Zealand's success doesn't depend on what other countries think of us, uh, but what sort of policies we have and what sort of democracy we have. And I think the policies we have are are, are very troubling. Uh, I think the fact that the Prime Minister doesn't deign to go and visit 80,000 people trying to choose a new MP is troubling for our democracy. Mind you, she's made some great moves in recent times. She's shipped Trevor off to Dublin. That's a good move. Well, I think the thing is they... (laughs) They sort of had to send him to a country that had a sense of humour. Um, so I guess Ireland was probably the best place for that. But, I mean, in all seriousness, we teach kids uh, that bad behaviour should not be rewarded. Uh, this guy has been the bad actor in Parliament for the last five years, whether it's the false uh, rape accusations, the sprinklers, war shark, uh, you know, sending uh, trespass notices and then withdrawing them. I, I mean, it's just a laundry list of bad behaviour. Uh, now he basically gets uh, a dream job, five years in Dublin on the taxpayer, uh, where his job is basically to wine and dine people. Uh, I mean, you know, if that's the values of New Zealand, uh, that you get that kind of reward for that kind of behaviour, then we're in big trouble. You know I was only being facetious. I think he's an embarrassment as well. Look, uh, Matariki, a public holiday, I mean, we're all going to take it, but is this just another impost on businesses, especially small businesses, employers. And if we're going to take another holiday when we're under such economic pressure as we are as a nation now, we needed to ditch one that's probably outmoded. I don't know. Labor Day, does that have any relevance now? Yeah, look, I think, first of all, I mean, as Shakespeare said, let me count the ways. You've got this unrelenting increase in minimum wage. You've got the extra sick leave. You've got the extra public holiday. You've got fair pay agreements uh, coming down the track. Uh, This is an environment where if you actually take the initiative, take the risk, go out on your own, start a business, employ other people, uh, you get whacked. Um, If you sit on a benefit, uh, the only question is not will Labor give you an increase, but how much these days? So it's a values problem. Labor are focused on nice-to-haves like extra holidays instead of people actually trying to pay the bills. Uh, but yes, I, I think you should get rid of one of the holidays. And, you know, of course, whichever one you pick, you're going to be unpopular. Uh, but I'd just say, look, you, you know, you're going to have two public holidays in June. My birthday's in June. 
it's not a week, it's not a month to have a holiday because <laughs> it rains the whole month. Uh, and uh, I would I'd suggest that maybe actually uh, when Elizabeth uh, moves on, we should consider whether we should still have a Queen's birthday. Yeah, well, we get four weeks annual leave, another couple of weeks and a bit now uh, in statutory holidays. There's six weeks of the year you're not working and then chuck in another couple of weeks, 10 days of sick leave, potentially two months out of 12 you're not working. Look, I'm glad I'm only employing a staff of one these days, to be perfectly honest, David. Can I just finish on Hiwaka Ekanoa? We're going to talk to Groundswell, and and, and I'm sensing that you're probably going to agree with where they're coming on this one. It's a farming tax. Yeah, absolutely. Look, number one, uh, if you care about climate, don't put the most efficient farmers by tonnes of carbon per kg of protein out of business. That's first and foremost. Uh, Number two, if you do want to do something in this area, uh, what Hiwaka Ekanoa needed to do was work out what's the right way to treat on-farm sequestration, what's the right way to treat methane vis-a-vis CO2, because they are very different scientifically, and how do we make sure that we have access to the technologies that will make farming even more efficient? They haven't done any of those three things. The one thing they do know how to do is put a tax on farming. And look, if it puts New Zealand production down and consumers globally use less efficiently produced substitutes, uh, then it's also going to raise global emissions. I mean, it's difficult to imagine ways they could have screwed up more. Yeah, I'm with Groundswell on this one. I think the New Zealand ag sector is at or very close to climate neutrality anyhow. Yeah, well, look, I'm the only party that voted against the Zero Carbon Act. Uh, everyone else voted for it, no matter what they say. Uh, and I'm deeply concerned that if we don't start making good policy, we actually will lose first world status. I'm sorry, but there's no law that says New Zealand must remain a first world country. We have the capacity to make stupid choices and lose that status. David Seymour, ACT Party leader. Always good to chat on the country. Thank you.